broadcasting from the JNK Twin Studios. This is the show for Reds fans, by Reds fans. Each week, we take a look at the games, the players, and the stories of Cincinnati Reds baseball. Now, your hosts, Scott Evans and Nick Lawson. Welcome to Season 2 of the Reds Fans Chatter Podcast, the Hot Stove Edition. I'm Scott Evans. He's Nick Lawson. What's going on, man? Happy season premiere. Absolutely. So uh, pretty much uh, during the offseason, every other week, we're going to look back at uh, what's going on in the uh, hot stove around baseball, in particular the Cincinnati Reds. And uh, so this is kind of our opening hot stove edition. Uh, then the other weeks, we'll uh, still do the uh, Reds fans chatter podcast breakdowns where we'll look at specific players teams and uh so forth so uh welcome to the show uh be sure to like us on whatever uh platform you're listening to us on subscribe to the show and uh, you could win a marty brenneman reds hall of fame uh commemorative microphone just take a screenshot of uh the subscription page uh email that to contests at redsfanschatter.com uh, with this week's keyword, Bauer. Because we're going to be talking a lot about Trevor Bauer this week. Uh, before we get started, also uh, this week, talk about our sponsor, Holy Grail Steak Company. It's getting winter time, great time to get some steaks. Uh, go to redsfanschatter.com slash steak for a great deal on Tomahawk, saving 25% using uh, the code that is on the page and the link that's there. Uh, support the show and get some great food at the, at the uh, same time. Absolutely. So the off season's finally here. The Dodgers won the World Series. Uh, no trash can banging this time. No, they actually won it fair and square. <laughs> I mean, they lost it uh, not fair and square. I guess the the one time against the Astros. So the Dodgers finally, uh, with with some controversy. Uh, which we won't really get into with uh, Justin Turner and his COVID positive test uh, during the game. But uh, they finally, um, for the first time since 1988, win the World Series. It's, it's really hard to believe uh, throughout the, uh, you know, the early 90s when large market teams were dominating. And even today that uh, the Dodgers have not been back to uh, the World Series or won the World Series since 1988. Yeah, they had some great teams, you know, along the way over the years. I mean, you go back to the mid '90s, they had Mike Piazza and Eric Karros, and they had all some great players. They just couldn't get over the hump. They couldn't get to that point again. Right. So uh, let's look at some Reds news uh, since the season ended. Uh, Tucker Barnhart and Shogo Akiyama. Uh, became Gold Glove finalist. Uh, Barnhart, not a surprise at all. Akiyama uh, surprised me a little bit, but he played very well, especially for uh, someone coming to the U.S. in completely different uh, conditions than he was used to in Japan. He was very impressive in left field. Uh, I think we found the left fielder we were looking for. Absolutely. He, he, he proved that in every catch he made against the wall or – any throws that he made and it cut off. I mean, he, he did a fantastic job in the left field. Oh, and, and if you got to think about it over in uh, Japan, he's playing indoors mainly on uh, AstroTurf or uh, artificial turf and uh, comes to the U S has to play a great American ballpark, has to play Wrigley field. 
all kinds of conditions, cold weather, even in July. <laughs> I think there was a couple of games in July and August uh, where uh, maybe not in Cincinnati, but for whatever reason, at nighttime, the, the weather just sucked, especially up in Chicago. I think there was a couple cold games towards the end of the season um, in September. So he played in all kinds of conditions here. They did not play in Japan. Uh, for the most part, and he, he uh, did very well. I don't know if he'll win the gold glove, but uh, it was still really cool and, and was surprising to me that uh, he got the nod, especially since even though they're gold glove awards, it seems like offense always comes into play in uh, who gets nominated and who eventually wins. Well, let's hope he doesn't get the Billy Hamilton syndrome, get looked over by everybody else. Right, right. Like Billy Hamilton should have won at least three gold gloves. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, then Tucker Barnhart, uh, amazing season uh, defensively. Uh, once again, glad to see him uh, get the honors of being nominated. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't make the cut last year. I knew he was uh, dealing with some injuries as well. But this year, he he showed. I mean, it's some the throws to second base were just on the mark. Absolutely, every throw was down to second base were on the mark. Every Johnny Bench like throws. I think he even uh, speaking of Billy Hamilton. I think he even threw Billy Hamilton out in the game. Yes, he did against. Uh, I guess it was against Chicago. <laughs> and then the Cubs, like, okay, you're out of here. <laughs> yeah, you're gone, buddy. Because we didn't sign you for your for your bat. You got to steal bases. Then he has to get on base, and he can't do that. <laughs> no, unfortunately, not. Uh, he was one of the big misses of the uh, of the uh, rebuild era of the Reds, but. Uh, Anyway, uh, good luck to both Tucker and uh, Shogo. Hopefully they both win. I, I think Tucker has the edge. Uh, Shogo, I'll be surprised, but, uh, you know, it's, it's 2020. Anything can happen. Let me know Tattoo Neck didn't make the cut, so that's a good thing. Right. And yeah, I hear Milena. For those <laughs> who don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, you, you know, and, and somebody made this comment about Johnny Bench. I'm like, it was kind of letting things go with him. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're no Johnny Bench, uh, uh, Melina. Nope, not even close. Uh, also, uh, in awards, uh, Trevor Bauer and Jesse Winker up for the All MLB team, uh, voted on by the fans. I voted for. So uh, get out and vote. Uh, this one, I think you can even vote early and often if it's a typical major league um, fan vote uh, system. But uh, Trevor Bauer definitely deserved, and Jesse Winker had a really good season. Well, plus you got to remember you only get to vote once every twenty four hours. So if you do, you do vote. Make sure you give yourself some time because I don't think they're even to take your your um your your votes if you try to vote too early. So no, just, it, it, if it's like the all star balloting, uh, they know in the all star yeah. balloting you can vote twenty five times per day. <laughs> yeah. But uh, in in this one, I think you can only vote once per day. But uh, still pretty cool. Vote for Bauer. Vote for Winker. Uh, give the Reds some love. And uh, oh, yeah. sp- speaking of love, um, it, it's kind of weird how this works, but uh, Castellanos did not opt out of his contract, so he will be back uh, with the Reds next year. Was, I, I would have been very surprised if he did opt out because um, we'll, we'll get into this a little bit with the uh, COVID shutdowns and uh, baseball volunteering shutting down early on. Uh, no fans during the regular season. A lot of revenue was lost. Uh, so it's going to be very, very, this is going to be the most interesting, um, free agent year, probably in, uh, modern history. Well, I heard they lost what, 3 billion 
this year with no fans and and, and having a shortened season. That's a lot oh, of money. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, and, and and hopefully we get to have a full season next year, 162 games. We get to really see how Castellanos can hit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Castellanos next year uh, definitely needs to get into. Uh, into form and uh and you know he's gonna get paid very well next year so not a chance not a good year to take a, a chance on the market if you were kind of a moderate performer in 2020 yeah like you said it's gonna be an an odd off season uh, a lot of guys are gonna look around and they're gonna take their time right and, and uh, he can opt out again after next season uh the overall contract worth 64 million dollars and uh, Castellanos uh, in 2020, not great numbers, not awful numbers uh, in full context. 225, 298, 486, 14 home runs, a lot of those early on, 34 RBIs. Um, the first 14 games, though, if he can get this across the season, uh, it's going to be very interesting what happens uh, next year. Uh, 340, 411, 840, of course, not a great outfielder. I know he takes... Uh, exception to that but uh uh metric wise uh not good in the uh, outfield but he made some he made some decent plays other ones i think there were some balls he probably other outfielders probably could have got to but um overall i I wish the da i can't believe i'm saying this i wish the dh was coming back next year yeah it's gonna suck not having a dh because now we we still got an abundance of outfielders if you look at the prospects as well so you've got to make your decisions here and it's going to come down to spring training. Somebody's going to have to battle. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting season with that. Um, well, there's talk of like maybe spring training might be delayed as well. So we'll see. Oh no. A delayed that's spring training again. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen, but uh, I, I hope not. I want to. I want to have a full spring training as well. I, I, I've got. I've got the calendar circled already <laughs> for my trip in March to. Uh, to I Phoenix. know you do. I, I had to, you know, give that to you. Let you know is what I've been hearing. Now, I'm going anyway. I'll, I'll run on the field and and play games myself. I'll find Trevor Bauer. Uh, he can throw batting practice to me, and I'll uh, swing and miss every single one. <laughs> I know you will. I've seen you swing. <laughs> hey, no, I'm actually, I, <laughs> if, as long as he keeps it under 60, I, I can hit him. I doubt it. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, to extend uh, Bowers qualifying offer. Of course, this was kind of a no brainer for the Reds to do. Uh, it's mainly just a um, kind of a formality uh, with him. Uh, this year, I think, was the fewest mem- number of people that have received a uh, qualifying offer in baseball. Uh, I think across baseball, there were only maybe six people, six players. Six, six players. That got the qualifying offer. Uh, that That's kind of where the state of baseball's business is. It's going to be really interesting next spring to see uh, the Forbes valuations list of, of Major League Baseball teams after the 2020 season. Yeah, I mean, even the six that are offered. I mean, Trevor Bauer is the best player on there. I mean, next to then George Springer and Marcus Stroman and right. Rio Muto, and nothing against DJ LeMahieu, but I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of his. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of surprised. Kevin, surprised the Yankees did that. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Gosman. 
Kevin Gosman will probably stay with San Francisco. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the catcher from the Phillies definitely is going to go to the free agent market. Uh, George yeah. Springer uh, will be going to the free agent market, I think. The Astros may – he may. I don't think he'll sign back with the Astros. I think he's looking – uh, for a bigger contract, and it, it, with the uh, qualifying offer, they they it's not like they can wait it out and see what the market does. They have to make their decision uh, fairly soon. Well, yeah, the Astros are losing. I mean, Springer decides to go somewhere else. He'll lose to Michael Brantley too. He's also on market, right? And uh, so uh, the the thing is, if if Bauer does decline the uh, qualifying offer and signs with another club for fifty million dollars or more. The Reds will get a compensation pick before the competitive balance round A of the first round. If he signs somewhere else for less than fifty million, uh, then which I don't think I think if if it's if he gets fifty million or if offered less than fifty million, I'm pretty sure he'll just come back to the Reds. Yeah, we want him to come back. We don't want him going anywhere else. We want but, him to come uh, back here. Then the Reds will get a. Uh, draft pick after the compensation round B of the uh, draft. So uh, definitely, uh, definitely offered uh, offering him the competitive or the, uh, the um, qualifying offer. Thank you. I couldn't think I want to say competitive <laughs> offer, but that didn't make any sense, but that, that that's kind of a no brainer for the reds. Uh, only player this year, the reds offered that too. And um not surprising uh, he didn't take it. There's one year the Reds offered somebody uh, the qualifying offer, and and uh, I don't think they were ex- – I think it was the Reds. Maybe it was another team. They weren't expecting the player to take it, and they did. <laughs> so sometimes that can backfire if the, the team really doesn't uh, want them back. In the case of Trevor Bauer, the Reds absolutely want him back. Well, as fans, they definitely want him back. We want to, we want to get back to the postseason again. We need everybody, you know, all five starters intact. Right, and then that's going to be tough uh, with him gone, and he's not the only starting pitcher that's a uh, free agent after this season. Uh, also on the list uh, for the Reds. Um, Anthony DiScafani. Yep, Disco. One of the better trades uh, made during the rebuilding years. It's hard to believe it's already time for free agency for him, but it, it's here. He had a couple of injuries uh, throughout his career. Uh, didn't make a lot of money last year. Uh, he may come back to the Reds. The Reds could probably sign him for, um, I'm not sure what kind of deal he could get on the open market. Uh, I mean, he's not a top of the line pitcher, but he's not uh, a number. F- he's not really a back end on a lot of uh, teams. Uh, so, I mean, he could probably be a number two, number three team uh, pitcher on a team that's uh, going through some rebuilding if that's where he wanted to go. Yeah. I mean, and also even with Disco leaving, you still got, Tyler Bally is still there. You got uh, you, you got Anton who still wants to start, and he's shown some promise. He's he's got some good stuff. So uh, you know, Michael maybe it was a Michael Michael Lorenzen. Uh, I know he wants yeah. to start, and uh, he performed really well as a starter towards the end of the season uh, this past year. And uh, his innings were kind of limited, but that's because he is pitching out of the bullpen. Uh, you can't uh, deny the conditioning and strength of uh, Michael Lorenzen as a starter. I'm not completely against it, especially how he played uh, towards the back end of the season. If it wasn't for him, I don't think the Reds would have made the playoffs. I know that sounds crazy, but he really stepped in, especially while Sonny Gray was on the DL. Well, even the way he started out, you know, he was really getting roughed up in a bullpen the first four games. He was getting pounded. 
And then, like he said, towards the end, he, t- he turned it up and he, he stepped up as a starter and did very well. And and, and when the Reds needed him the most, uh, he did that. So uh, definitely not opposed to him uh, being in the mix, especially if uh, if uh, Bauer uh, goes someplace else. So Trevor Bauer, of course, the number one free agent for the Reds. Let's go through some of the other players uh, and we'll just do uh, should they stay or should they go? You read them all. No, I'm just kidding. No, actually, that's what I was going to do. The Reds, <laughs> Reds don't have a lot of free agents compared to some of the other teams, but they do have quite a few and some starters. Uh, Freddie Galvis, stay or go? He made uh, $6 million uh, was his average. I think $12 million uh, was his uh, total on, on the contract. Put his ass on the bus and send him packing. <laughs> Uh, I'm kind of with you there. Uh, I, I thought he might be able to have a little bit different run but uh, with the Reds, but uh, ended up being about what his baseball card says, which uh, not bad, but definitely not a uh, definitely not some someone to uh, you know spend excess money on. He wasn't as good as he was in Philly. No, uh, you know hindsight is 2020, especially in 2020. And had the Reds uh, not taken up his option and went with or traded him. I forget forget how it worked, but I think the Reds had an option on Freddie Galvis or maybe just kept him on the bench and and would have uh, taken the option up on uh, or signed, um, uh, was it Iglesias? Jose Iglesias? Yep, they went to Baltimore. Because yeah, he Baltimore, had a Baltimore picked up his option too. Yep, and well, I mean, he had an incredible year, signed for next to nothing with them, so for two years, and um, hopefully, I, I always liked watching him play. Hopefully, he has a good season with Baltimore again. It's it's a shame the Reds uh, couldn't see it, but I mean, based on the 2019 stats, uh, I I don't blame them for going with uh, Freddie Galvis. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Jose Garcia still, he's think he's still miles away. Oh as yeah, a hitter. as a hitter, definitely. Uh, another free agent for the Reds, Tyler Thornburg, stay or go? Uh, is he a Tommy John? I think so. I mean, I he's probably not going to come back. He's probably not going to come back after Tommy John. So probably bye. Yeah, I'm kind of with you, Jesse Biddle. Uh, I think he had the same problem. Did he have Tommy John's law? <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't know. I, that I'm not sure. I think he went out with a shoulder problem, so he can go too. Uh, of course, we already talked about Disco. I, I would bring Disco back if it's something reasonable. Yeah, I mean, as a starter, or as a bullpen guy, I don't know. I, as a starter, I, I think in the bullpen he's going to be too expensive. Yeah, I mean, if you got him cheap, maybe in the bullpen. Maybe spot start. I, I would take him as a starter, but uh, I'm more of a fan. But, but I mean, he, I think he was even injured some this season, so he does have the injury bug uh, background. Yeah. yeah uh, I mean, th- th- that, he I'm had sorry. surgery a few years ago, you know. And I think so I, he, I think the next get into I think the next two have already been released, but uh, we'll talk about them anyway. Nate Jones. I like Nate Jones, and he got released. Um, I, I like Nate Jones. He just couldn't get the numbers. His numbers, his ERA was skyrocketing. Right. I, I'm kind of with you. It was a great story, but uh, it 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 was, uh, and it's a shame he couldn't pitch in front of uh, his family and friends on 
uh, in a normal season at Great American Ballpark, but uh, I'm sure he got his childhood dream, but I don't think the dream needs to continue <laughs> into 2021. Nope. Nope. Sorry. And uh, now this guy, I, I think I would take a flyer on if you could get him cheap because uh, uh, off the bench, uh, he provided the Reds some spark in some games, uh, depending on the rules too, because uh, he definitely helped out with the uh, extra inning rules in 2020. Travis Jankowski. I, I like Travis, but he couldn't get on base. He can't, he struck out a lot. Anytime he got to play, he did strike out a lot. Right. He had speed. I liked, I liked the fact he had speed, but he's another Billy Hamilton. <laughs> so that, that wraps up the Reds free agents. Not a lot this year, uh, but of course, uh, two or three starters from this year's team. Uh, Freddie Galvis, Trevor Bauer, uh, Anthony, Anthony Desclafani. Uh, I think you got to bring back Bauer if you can for, afford him. Uh, the, everyone else, I think, uh, if the price is right, maybe. Otherwise, I think maybe it is time to move on. Uh, the Reds have a lot of uh, pitching. Uh, they don't have another Cy Young war- Award winner yet. Maybe Sonny Gray. Uh, but uh, Trevor uh, definitely deserves uh, to get as much uh, attention from the Reds as they can do. I did see that there's a guy that's, that is a free agent. We tried to get a couple years ago. Corey Kluber uh, is, uh, is kind of kind of he's kind of teetering out there because he didn't really do very well in texas and he had some injuries right but yeah. uh, you never you know who knows yeah cleveland has uh quite a few uh of course uh kluber is no longer with the indians but uh, <laughs> cleveland has a few uh pitchers as well uh, i think mainly bullpen guys brad hand yeah uh oliver perez It seems like he's played forever. <laughs> yeah, I think we had him in spring training a few years ago, and he just didn't, didn't do it. It didn't work. Carlos Santana. I, I, th- I think Oliver Perez was on uh, the last baseball video game I bought, which was uh, EA Sports uh, MVP Baseball 2005. Jesus. <laughs> he's been in the league 16 years. So, Wow. Man, they they've come a long way with baseball games. Yeah, Cleveland's <laughs> Cleveland. I think is definitely going to be going through a rebuild year next year. Uh, Cesar Hernandez, the second baseman's a free agent. Carlos Santana, uh, Mike Freeman, Domingo Santana, uh, Sandy Leone, and uh, he's still listed there, but he didn't play in 2020. Uh, the next two players, uh, Yasiel Puig and uh, David Hernandez. Yeah, I mean, they got some guys that uh, just fizzled out over the years, you know. Ran out, they ran out of money. Right. They couldn't win anymore. Yeah, looking at uh, – we'll go through some of the other teams' uh, free agents, see, see if there's anybody the Reds uh, would want. Look at Colorado, Kevin Pilar. He would be a good bench guy. Yeah, he actually had a pretty decent uh, 2020 season with a uh, 1.1 war, but, uh Yeah. No, nothing. He bet at 288, so I'll, I'll take that. Uh, Chris Owings, a uh, utility guy. I, I think I'd pass on that, uh, depending on the yeah. contract, of course. But I, I right. think the Reds have plenty of serviceable uh, utility guys on the team. How about a guy like Jonathan VR? Yeah. Well, uh, we're, I'm still going to go through the, some of the other Colorado, Colorados <laughs> just to get a yay or nay. AJ Ramos, or Ramos, uh, relief pitcher. Yeah, I don't know enough about him. How about Matt Kemp? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Pass. <laughs> Pass. Uh, Detroit, who had a pretty decent year, uh, they have quite a few uh, free agents as well. Uh, Jonathan Shoup, uh, I think, is the name that stands out the most. Also, Jordan Zimmerman. Um, well, that that guy fell off the map. Oh, absolutely. He won one game last year, and it was uh, starting. Ivan Nova. <laughs> that guy also fell off the map. Yeah. <laughs> uh of course, Detroit, I think they got a new manager as well. Speaking of new managers, uh, and we'll talk about their free agents now, Chicago White Sox hired Tony La Russa as their manager for 2021. And he's the first Hall of Fame manager to come out of retirement. And, of course, that's and the White Sox are the team where he got his man, managerial start before I was born. So, Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's crazy. I, I I guess he will not be uh, – I mean, Tony, I think, used analytics uh, as a tool, but uh, not the Bible. So I, I don't see him – I couldn't see him pulling his ace starter out with 75 pitches just because that's what the computer said would be re- yield the best results. But uh should be an interesting year and in, uh, in Chicago. But uh, – they have uh, a few free agents. Uh, no one r- really stands out uh, that I can see. James McCann, catcher. Uh, Alex uh, Colomb, uh, relief pitcher. Ross Del- Detweiler as a spot starter. I think he did pretty decent with them. I have no idea. Yeah, but uh, that, that pretty much looks at there's The Cubs... They have a lot of free agents. Including John Lester. Yep. Jason Kipnis, Tyler Chatwood, John Lester, uh, Cameron Mabin, uh, Jeremy Jeffries, Jose Quintana. Uh, of course, then it gets kind of to the bottom of the pile, the Stephen Souza Juniors, the Billy Hamiltons, uh, Pedro Strope. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pass. <laughs> yeah. Hard pass. Oh, uh, but uh but yeah, I mean at the top they got a lot of uh players leaving and that's that, that's uh gonna be interesting to see what they do, see what they spend uh this year. Uh, hopefully they do not get in the running for the uh Trevor Bauer race. You gotta you gotta think he's gonna have a line of teams. Oh, absolutely. And as a Reds fan, if he doesn't become a Red, go to the American League. <laughs> yeah. Go back to Cleveland or something. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I don't see the Cleveland Indians being in the race. No. But uh but yeah, that the Cubs are gonna be real interesting. They're gonna have money to spend. Uh it looks like a lot of money coming off the books for them and also a lot of talent too. John Lester uh, Chadwood, Kipnis, uh, all key players for them, as well as Ka- Ka- uh, Cameron Mabin. So, um, yeah, Cameron Mabin, wasn't he, a, he was a trader, was he a waiver claim or something? I'm, like not, I'm not exactly sure, but uh, definitely uh, he filled in that role, and you know, teams need players like that. And so, uh, it'll be interesting to see where the Cubs land next year, and if, uh, and with all the teams, it's going to be interesting to see how COVID restrictions and uh, and the fact there were no fans, there were only 60 games, so you lost TV revenue on top of gate revenue. Uh, merchandise, I'm sure, was down as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how the teams uh, react this offseason. I'm pretty sure that uh, 
pretty sure the the uh, the Reds. I know according to Forbes in 2019 had 48 million dollar gate receipts, which I think includes concessions as well as tickets sold. Uh, so there's 48 million dollars there in lost revenue. Uh, the revenue sharing is going to be down. So uh, I, I know one estimate said it averaged out to be about a hundred million dollar loss per team. Yeah. I know the Reds had some front office staff people that were uh, furloughed uh, for months uh, during the pretty much the entire season. So while the players were getting paid, uh, some of the office staff uh, they were they were sent home. Uh, I think their their uh, benefits may have been paid, uh, but uh, yeah, teams teams are were hurting like everybody else in the in the economy, and uh, they they couldn't come back because they couldn't sell tickets and uh, TV ratings were down a little bit. So hopefully that doesn't hurt as well. We got think next year since football got to have at least twelve thousand, oh, baseball absolutely. should be able to do the same thing. Yeah, who knows? None of the rules make sense or are consistent. So I'm going to assume there's not going to be fans in opening day. And if there are, then I'll be there. <laughs> no matter the cost. I'll think about it. <laughs> Another team losing a lot of free agents. Atlanta Braves. Marcelo Zuna is going to be a free agent. Of course, the Reds don't really need another outfielder. Yeah, screw him. <laughs> Uh, Tommy Malone, starting pitcher, Josh Tomlin, Tyler Flowers is going to be a free agent. He's a good catcher. Uh, Shane Green, uh, Darren O'Day, uh, Cole Hamels, free agent. He was a Reds. He was always a Reds killer, though. He's gotten old. Uh, let's go through. So here's some other guys going to be a free agent. I didn't know he was with the Braves. It looks like he may have even played a little bit. Uh, in 2020, but uh, Scott Shebler. Pass. <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they had a lot of, uh, I mean, they had a lot of older players on that team. You think of it as a uh, young team, but they had Matt Adams. Uh, Felix Hernandez was on the team at one point this year. Pablo Sandoval. <laughs> the Kung Fu Panda. Absolutely. I, I would sign him just because. I just want to call him the Kung Fu Panda. Absolutely. Uh, Baltimore, a team in, under rebuilding. Uh, we w- wouldn't expect a lot of free agents. They have three. Uh, Mark Trumbo is probably the biggest player on there. Brian Holiday, the catcher. Uh, well, Trumbo was hurt all year. Yeah. Uh, Boston Red Sox. Don't see any names that really stick out. Jose Peraza? No. <laughs> <laughs> You bet like two fifty or something. Yeah, Jackie Bradley Jr. uh, definitely not a very high, high free agent. So, Uh, they got money to spend. They got they do have a bunch of money to spend. So they're going to get some some names. Uh, Here's here's a couple of names. Houston has a lot of players uh, going on free agent as well. George Springer going to be the biggest uh, name coming out. Michael Brantley. uh, So. Uh, Robert Ozuna, their relief pitcher, is also going to be a free agent. But uh, um, should the Reds take a if a stand a, a stab at getting uh, George Springer? I know the outfield's already uh, jammed up pretty good, but uh, he's definitely a top player. He's definitely a talented player, but I think we're like, we're, we're jam packed in the outfield. Yeah. 
looking at Kansas City Royals, no one really stands out. Mike Montgomery, uh, kind of a spot starter. Greg Holland, uh, relief pitcher. Um, the Los Angeles Angels, only three, uh, only three uh, free agents, and none of them really stand out uh, uh, to me. Uh, Simmons, their shortstop, uh, maybe. Uh, Julio Tehran, who I remember when he was with the Braves, he was a stud, but I think he's kind of fallen off the map as well. Yeah, his numbers are the angel. I mean, he didn't. I think he was injured too most of the season, but his numbers are terrible. Yeah, Dodgers have uh, some interesting free agents coming out. Justin Turner, the uh, controversial star of the World Series, uh, is a free agent, former Reds farmhand. Don't see the Reds making a run at him at all. Uh, there's That's no COVID f- man. No place for him to play, and he's going to be way too expensive. I'd take a stab at Jock Peterson, but like you said, he's, he's still he's an outfitter. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Alex Wood, uh, yeah, pass. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, uh, done that. Blake, uh, Blake uh, tra- Training, uh, he's going to be a free agent, but uh, no, Training, uh, different player. Training? Yep, tra- Training. Oh, the pitcher. Yeah, another pitcher, relief pitcher, probably going to be out of the Reds' price range as well. Um, Russell Martin, <laughs> I didn't know he was on the team, but uh, he's going to be a free agent. He's still around? I know. It's kind of crazy. Uh, the Miami wow. Marlins, uh, top of their list, former Reds uh, farmhand draft pick, Brad Boxberger. Uh, not sure how well he did this year, but uh, he's always kind of Interesting me, he was one player in the uh, Matalatos trade that I hated that they uh, included. Well, we had him last year for, for a little bit in the minors, and then they let him go. Oh, did we? Yeah. I, uh, or 2019? Yeah, 19, yeah. Yeah, 19, he played for the Royals, didn't do well. 2020 Marlins, uh, not too bad. Uh, not dominating either, so probably a pass. Yeah. I would take a Kirby Yates. I know he's out there. Oh, I, which team does he play for? The Padres. Yeah, Padres had a really good team this year. They had a better team than I thought they would have. Absolutely. Um, so other free agents uh, looking at some of the teams. Uh, Arizona Diamondbacks, the name pops out to me. Mike Leake. You know what? I, I wouldn't mind having Mike Lee come back, even if it's in the bullpen. Right. I, I think he wants to stay out west, though. Yeah. Uh, sucks. John Jay? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pass. Pass. Edwin Jackson, uh, I remember him for the Cubs. I, I would say pass because it seemed like the Reds always had his number. Well, he's been on 20 teams. He's still a pretty young guy. He's like, what, 35 or 36 or something like that, and he's been he's been playing forever. Right. He has a no-hitter to his credit. Yeah. Homer uh, Bailey. <laughs> let's look at the, at the, at the Phillies because they have a few uh, guys, and I think one guy's been predicted that he'll end up being a red. Didi? Didi Gregorius. I would definitely take a, a shot at love, that. I would love that. Come back, bring him back home. Uh, it, hitting in Great American Ballpark, uh, definitely a great shortstop, uh, definitely – um, definitely. Uh, if, if the Reds can get, get him, even if they lose out on the Trevor Bauer sweepstakes, I, I think the off season would be considered at least a B. 
Yeah, I mean, if you don't get Bauer, at least you get a shortstop out of it. And you can still maybe like you know look at some of the lower tier starters. You can maybe right. go after a reliever. Who knows? Yeah, JT Romuto. Uh, I know there's a lot of talk about the Reds trading for him last off season. Uh, he's a free agent. Do the Reds go after another catcher, or do they stick with uh, Barnhart and Stevenson? Uh, you, you've got a, a stud like Stevenson. I would stay. Uh, another pitcher, uh, it's a free agent. He seems like he's been around forever now. Uh, nine years in the majors, Jake Arrieta. Eh, pass. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would too, just because of the cost. But uh, he did. he's always pitched well in Great American Ballpark when he was a Cub. Uh, I yeah. did see a no-hitter that he threw here in Great American Ballpark. So uh, that's kind of interesting. Another uh, Philadelphia Philly uh, on the list. His, I think his, his best years are behind him. Jay Bruce. <laughs> His best years are behind him. <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh uh, free agents, Chris Archer and Derek Holland are probably the two uh, that may be interesting, but I, I would maybe pass uh, Archer. Uh, maybe. We don't like Chris Archer. That's true. We don't. Especially but, Amir Garrett. Oh, yeah. Uh, that would be an interesting, <laughs> uh, interesting pair. But, you know. Teammates, uh, once you become teammates, uh, you're on the same team. Uh, sometimes those battles will will leave. Sometimes, <laughs> you, you know, for the Pirates, and you had a big full on brawl. You know, I mean, I still see Puig in the middle of that speaking one. Speaking of brawls, speaking of uh, people, you would never say you'd want to be a Red. He's a free agent this year. Yadier Molina. Yeah, pass. What would you do if the Reds signed Yadier Molina? Uh, I would still hate him. <laughs> I, would, I, I would make him a third catcher. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, it's, it's not going to happen, but, uh, I mean, the Cardinals have some big names uh, leaving this year as free agents are potentially leaving. Colton Wong, Adam Wainwright, Brad Miller, uh, Matt Waters, uh, and Brett Cecil. So, uh the, of course, the Cardinals always seem to like whoever leaves. They always find somebody to replace them. But uh, uh, that's some that's some uh, star power right there. I don't think Wainwright's going to leave. I think they'll sign him. At least give him a one year deal. He's going to be forty, right? At some point next year. So I mean, they, nobody's nobody else is going to sign Wainwright. No. Uh, if if, we, if we, Walt we, jo- well, you know, Walt Jockey's still part of the organization, so maybe he'll uh, suggest that to the team. Well, we, we enjoy hitting off of Mr. Wainwright. So. That's true. Yeah, we don't want him. He doesn't do well in Great American Ballpark. Uh, no. Speaking of former Reds, uh, Edison Vokez is a uh, free agent. He's kind of been up and down the last few years. Yeah, he's now a relief pitcher, too, for uh, the Rangers. Uh, Corey, he's still pretty solid. Corey Kluber? Yes. I, I love Corey Kluber. Yeah, but I, I mean, he might be uh, your, your second choice if uh, you lose out on uh, – on uh, Bauer, uh, other former Reds on the on the Rangers, Derek Dietrich, uh, and Shin yep. Su Chu. I like Shin Su Chu. I, I like both of them, but I, I think it's time to move on. I will say this though: Derek Dietrich did bring an attitude to the clubhouse, uh, but uh, you also got to perform on the field. Derek Dietrich is one of those guys who you can really hang out with. As a ball player, I mean, 
he can stand there and watch a home run go and piss the other team off. I mean, that's how it goes. But right, right. Uh, I, I think he just had his, he had some struggles as well too. Yeah, he hit, hit one ninety seven this year for the uh, for the Rangers. So a lot of good free agents out there. It, it's going to be an interesting year because teams are going to be strapped for cash. Uh, I don't know what the Reds are going to do uh, overall. Uh, the Mets, I mean, we didn't talk a lot about them, but they have quite a few free agents, new ownership, so they're going to be spending a lot of money. Uh, Todd Frazier is going to be a free agent. I know Red fans would love to have him back, uh, but um, uh, there's no place for him to play because uh, we got Suarez, and the Reds have definitely, uh, I think, are in good hands at third base. I know Suarez had a down year, but I think he'll be back next year, so... Hopefully, we get a 162-game season. Hopefully, we have a full spring training with fans. Yeah, you, you got that, Rob? You got that, whoever the governor is out in uh, Arizona? Um, no, but seriously, uh, hopefully uh, that, that happens. And uh, uh, have a full season of baseball. Hopefully, the Reds make some moves this offseason that uh, give us, you know, give us that little bit of hope and, and not false hope like we had during the rebuilding years. Yeah, and like like you said, I mean, Trevor Bauer, he's the guy we want to come back. We want to see Trevor Bauer back in Cincinnati. He liked playing here. We liked having him here. He had a phenomenal season. Absolutely. Very, very short 2020. His video blogs were priceless. So uh, I I love Trevor Bauer. Hopefully he comes back as a Red. Uh, If not, I I think the Reds will be in good shape pitching. I think uh, they have the best pitching Coach pitching instructions from the organizational uh, structure now now that they've gotten with driveline. So I I, I think whoever they get from a pitching standpoint is going to be good, but Cy Young Award winners don't come around every day. I mean, bring Bauer back, get Corey Kluber, I'll be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, come on, Bob. Uh, You only you only live once, and and. Get, get by can the Reds. Can you imagine that pitching staff, though, man? Gray, Bauer, and Kluber. Holy crap. Oh, I know. That'd be awesome. And uh, I think Do it. it seems like we're forgetting somebody out of that group, too. Well, Castillo, obviously, yes. Oh, yeah. There we go. Him. I'm just thinking. Yeah, yeah, can't forget about Luis Castillo. <laughs> but, I mean, but that would be, that'd be epic. Those four guys, you don't even need five men. Just four guys right there, and you got it. You're epic. You got it. Absolutely. So. Yeah, that's part of that's your big part of your formula right there is your starting pitching. Absolutely. All right. So, I mean, am I right? Am I wrong? I mean, you, you are correct. Four yes. Four big yeah. starters. Absolutely correct. I mean, if you had four, I, I think we're being greedy. I, we know that's not going to happen. The, the economics of baseball, economics of the Reds uh, won't let that happen. Bob's going to spend wisely. He, I think he'll spend a little bit more than some some people are thinking, but. Uh, COVID's thrown everything into question. So it's going to be an interesting offseason across baseball. Uh, one thing about Trevor Bauer that we probably should have talked about earlier, uh, he said he's open to signing for any Major League Baseball team and Japan professional baseball team. That's unacceptable. So, uh, I mean, Cincinnati Reds in a title, it's unacceptable. I, I could see him easily. Says going to Japan, as crazy as it sounds, especially if uh, teams in the U.S. aren't willing to pay. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, November 11th, 6 p.m., he'll be uh, announced for the Cy Young Award going up against Hugh Darvish and Jacob deGrom. I think Bauer should definitely win it. Oh, yeah, no doubt. 
So anyway, that kind of wraps up this uh, this week's show. We went through a lot of lists of players. Uh, I'm sure we missed some. Uh, you can uh, hit his feedback, Scott, at redfanschatter.com or nick at redfanschatter.com. And uh, until next week, uh, take care and uh, go Reds. There you go, Reds.